Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Wednesday, October 11th. Tesla has confirmed a significant breakthrough in 4680 battery cell production at Gigafactory Texas. They have produced their 20 millionth battery cell at the factory. Tesla unveiled the 4680 back in 2020 at their Battery Day event. The automaker claimed the potential to reduce battery costs by over 50% with the new design. They've been trying to bring it to volume production since then, but have run into some bottlenecks. We got a few updates over the last few years, but Tesla has always kept the production rate fairly close to the chest. But at least now we have something to hold on to. Tesla did announce the production of the 10 millionth cell back in June, and now here we are with the 20 millionth. That's an average of 625,000 sales per week between the two, but it's fair to assume that production is now well above this average. At this level, it's about enough to produce over 1,200 vehicles per week. Then again, if we count the Cybertruck for production, that might have a 130 kilowatt hour battery, so we can cut that in half. But it's just an estimate. We're just guessing at the battery cell capacity. Tesla is making all superchargers in Israel free to use to facilitate travel amidst the war in the country. In the past, Tesla has taken this approach in areas where owners are likely to want more rapid flight to avoid dangerous areas. For example, they have often activated free supercharging in areas hit by natural disasters, such as hurricanes in Florida, California wildfires, and also areas of conflict, such as the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Now, supercharging sessions is not super costly, and it's doubtful that Tesla owners, even amid the conflict, could not afford it, but at least it's a show of support. In the past, Tesla has done something a bit more useful by enabling longer range in vehicles with software-locked battery packs, but it's doubtful that owners in Israel have that particular constellation. Tesla has apparently been dipping its toes in advertising over the last few months, and now has expanded into a new medium, airports. Earlier this year, Elon Musk announced a reversal of the long-standing strategy that Tesla didn't spend money on advertising. In June, we reported that Tesla officially kicked off a little with Google ads, but now travelers in Japan have spotted a prominent Tesla advertisement running on displays at the airport in Tokyo. The ad, which runs on an entire wall of displays, features Tesla's Model Y supercharger network and autopilot features. Now, Japan is a tough market to penetrate for foreign automakers, as they generally prefer domestic vehicles, but Japan automakers have also been reticent to go all-electric, so perhaps there's an opportunity for Tesla. Tesla has sold Germany-based wireless charging startup Wyferian after acquiring it just earlier this year. Wyferian is a Germany-based wireless charging startup known for inductive charging technology, they made so for industrial robots and electric vehicles, both things that would be quite useful for Tesla. But Tesla acquired the startup for an undisclosed amount earlier this summer, and now according to a report from the Robot Report, Tesla's acquisition of Wyferian was more of an acqui-hiring situation, as they call it. The automaker kept Wyferian's engineering team on board and sold the operations and manufacturing business to a company called Plus, which is a power electronics supplier. Tesla has already teased a wireless charger for its own vehicles, and it was believed that the acquisition of Wyferian was going to accelerate that progress. Now, it's possible that Tesla either already had manufacturing plans for their wireless charger, or they didn't like the operations of Wyferian, so they decided to go a different direction, after taking the engineers, that is. 
Tesla has started selling wraps for the Model 3 and Y in seven different colors on their online shop and Tesla app. Companies like Unplug Performance, T-Sportline, and RPM Tesla have offered wraps as part of their customization process trying to make Tesla stand out from the crowd. And of course, there's plenty of other local shops who do the same thing. But like a lot of extraneous Tesla products, the price of Tesla's in-house wrap is not terribly competitive. The colored wraps cost either $7,500 or $8,000, depending on the color. Tesla also has a clear wrap for $5,000. Now, recently, Tesla's upcoming Cybertruck has been spotted in a variety of colorful wraps, including some that make it look like a different truck. And this leads to speculation that the company will start offering wraps for lots of different vehicles, so seems to be coming true. We expect to see wraps on the Cybertruck because that vehicle can't really be painted all that well given the stainless steel body. Ford Motor Company is looking to sell some electric trucks, and you can tell by all the incentives that they have rolling out. The Blue Oval is offering up to $15,000 off the F-150 Lightning with all these new incentives. On Ford's website, the 2023 F-150 Lightning Platinum trim features a $7,500 retail purchase incentive or an equal amount in what they're calling red carpet lease customer cash. The Lariat trim also features a $7,500 incentive for purchasing, but only $5,000 for leasing. Ford is also offering $1,500 off the XLT model for leasing or purchasing while the Pro has actually no incentive. Ford said back in April that the F-150 Lightning is eligible for the full $7,500 tax credit, although the Platinum trim is over the threshold, but you can still save up to $15,000 combined on the loaded Lariat model. Ford's manufacturing capacity has clearly caught up with demand as the truck originally had no incentives at all. Solar electric vehicle startup Aptera has posted two videos updating its fan base about its progress, which appears to be coming along quite nice. According to Aptera's latest update, it has obtained over 60% of the essential equipment and tools required to manufacture its body in carbon. Now, this includes stamping dies and post-processing tools, which are some of the most expensive elements of the production process and require the longest lead times to be commissioned and delivered. Over the coming months, the startup will test their vehicles, which will look and perform like the solar EVs that hopefully make their way to customers. Still a long road to production, and no specific update has been set up, but Aptera appears to be closer than ever with plenty of credit in the community of customers and investors who believe in the potential. A new report says that Hyundai Motors plans to build EVs under the brand name ArcFox, a Chinese electric car company which is co-owned by BAIC Motor. The upcoming Arc Fox Alpha S looks a lot like a cross between the Tesla Model S and a Hyundai Ioniq 6. Industry sources say that discussions are still ongoing, but if it's true, it would be the first time that Hyundai produces EVs under a foreign brand name. The move comes as Hyundai looks to turn things around in the Chinese market. Although Hyundai has recently gained some traction there, with sales up 9% for the first eight months, it will take more than that to regain meaningful market share. Reports suggest that Hyundai was looking to launch its dedicated Ionic EV lineup in China, but decided against it due to competition with BYD and others. BMW unveiled the new iX2 xDrive 30 today with EVs that share its platform with the second generation X2. 
It's promising 259 to 279 miles of range on the WLTP cycle, and this on a 48.8 kilowatt hour battery. Acceleration is scoring 5.6 seconds for 0 to 100 kilometers an hour, and 313 horsepower and 364 pound-feet of total system output from the all-wheel drive motors. A global launch is set to begin in March of 2024, although the compact EV crossover will not be coming to the United States. Charging isn't terribly quick, with BMW saying a maximum of 130 kilowatts DC, but the battery pack is kind of small, so it'll fill up quick enough. BMW is already signaling that another powertrain trim level for the iX2 is planned, that one launching in the summer of 2024. There is no official word on whether it will be larger or smaller in terms of power, but I'm going to guess it'll be smaller based on the all-wheel drive performance that they've been touting. Vingroup's chairman and Vietnam's richest person, Mr. Pham Nat Vong, announced on Wednesday that he would donate 99.8% of the EV battery company VinES to VinFast, the automaker. The total conglomerate is called Vingroup, which is founded and owned by Mr. Pham. The company has a hand in everything from EVs and battery tech to golf courses and hospitals. But now it seems that the stakes on EVs has been raised, as the chairman just gave up the entire battery business, or almost entirely, to the automotive company. Established in 2021, the battery company called VinES is developing batteries for electric vehicles, power tools, energy storage, and other mobility uses like electric scooters. Now, through the business merger, VinFast expects to save at least 5 to 7% on battery costs. Under the terms, VinFast will acquire all of VinES's intellectual property from battery cells, battery packs, manufacturing facilities, technology partnerships, and supplier contracts. Now, regarding the other 0.2% of the battery company, not sure where that's headed. In today's community comment found on YouTube, a few of you noted the atrocious audio from yesterday's installment. I apologize for that. The issue stemmed from me fixing the audio levels in the microphone just fine, but then when I took it to the editor, I had accidentally doubled the audio track just before hitting the export button. That was on me. Thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G. I hope you have a great day.